0: Welcome to The Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode.
1: We are here at The Next Level Show. Welcome back to another health and fitness podcast that we cover also a life outside of just health and fitness and exercise and macros and reps, sets, drop sets, supersets, you name it we like to cover other things, and in this episode, we are going to talk about the 11 signs that you are mentally exhausted. Mike, um, do you feel personally attacked?
0: Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. This When you sent this over, because um, this is coming from a WebMD article um, type thing, and uh, I did feel personally attacked. And I know probably a lot of people who feel that way, personally attacked by just asking if you're mentally exhausted, because they're like, why the fuck would you call me out like that? Probably most of them are parents with, with one year dogs. Old. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I actually got this article sent to me and I thought it'd be a good topic to talk about. Uh, one of my clients sent this to me. So I don't know if they were like insinuating something, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel personally attacked as right? well. No, no like you, but, you, uh, like
0: sending something like this to somebody is like a declaration right like you don't just After casually war. send like oh maybe you're mentally exhausted like what the fuck are you trying it's, to say to me right now it's like,
1: almost like the saying goes like when you ask someone like randomly hey are, are you a little tired today it's like basically saying you look like shit i yeah word. exactly exactly um and you're probably like no i don't i just you know
0: i get that a lot might from, be um, sorry I, I was gonna say i get that a lot from um from jen where she'll i'll just be sitting there with like my normal face and she'll be like what's wrong you look angry and i'm like this is my this is my it's my face this is just what yeah, i look it's, like, it's like the, it's you signed beard. up for this yeah right? nothing is wrong no
1: <laughs> no um it's it's funny because like, like you like know, you'll be like you say that to a girl and it's like no i just didn't wear makeup today i'm like "Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha Right, I know this has happened to someone at least listening to this. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I think this would be a good a good episode. Um, yeah, in some ways, I think he, him, and I both. I mean, he's going through some uh, uh just some changes right now in his personal life with work. He's been, you know, really uh, grinding his ass off. So I mean, it gets to a point that this is a kind of appropriate, and I think everyone to. And their adult life has experienced this right to some degree and might be going through this. I think it'd be actually a good topic and we can, and it has some fitness stuff in it, but we'll kind of maybe go in a little bit more depth ourselves, like stuff that we like we see, uh, with our day to day that can help. And, um, I think it'd be a great topic. So, uh, thank you. Um, to my client for sending me this i genuinely appreciate uh when anyone sends me anything that we'd like to discuss and if it's interesting we'll we'll talk we'll talk about it here and a shout out to dr rodriguez and aka emilio so he's a big supporter of the show big supporter like a big great client you know um he's actually on vacation right now so he'll probably listen to this in uh on the island where he, he's at right now on the sunny beaches um so no further ado, we'll kind of jump into it. Um, unless we have anything. Oh, I know. Uh, so before we, we, we put this on record, actually, I want to mention. We actually, Mike and I were talking about Lil Wayne. And for uh-huh. anyone listening here that doesn't know who Lil Wayne is. He's a, right now he's a mainly a producer, but he's known for his rap music, his hip hop music back like in early to like mid 2000s i think is when he started becoming popular to like yep. you know 2010 to 2015 he was still like i think dropping music like here and there he started dropping off around 2012 i want to say like i don't know the exact
0: yeah dates, but that's
1: there. that's ballpark so um he had his moment he blew up out of nowhere i think the first song i ever heard of lil wayne was uh fireman oh, that man, album yeah.
0: yep and
1: was, uh, uh the carter carter
0: carter or, carter or carter 2 i think it's something carter like 2 that.
1: yeah so. don't don't quote me on this but um definitely uh he was huge back then a lot of people hated him they either loved him or you hated him that's kind of like how rap is and well rap and hip hop is today i think that we're getting older to the point that now we we criticize a lot of like modern music when it comes to, more so when it comes to this genre, man, like I am, I consider myself a very open-minded individual when it comes to music, but with a lot of these new hip, star, hip hop uh, rappers and stuff, then the, the, the young ones, I really can't yeah. like get behind and give them a good argument. Like typically for, even for Lil Wayne, like, even though, like, I wasn't like a die-hard Lil Wayne fan, like, I wasn't like all about his music. I, I I enjoyed it, and he had some good tracks that you know he. What me and Mike were classifying, like, was he ever good, or is he an actual? Is he actually a good rapper? And my thing is that I don't think he's the best rapper ever by any stretch of the imagination, but he was fun. He was a lot of fun to listen to, and uh, he had some good features he had some good um you know good songs that were just very catchy like catchy sayings that were even sounded stupid and funny at the same time that just were fun to just you know be ignorant about and just toss around right so it was a good time i remember especially playing soccer warming up you would listen to some little wades and plus some of the players would play him and it would be warming up in our games and so on and so forth so i don't know what you're like History was with Lil Wayne, or we're just going to go down memory lane briefly before we jump into it.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was a brief period there in my life where I was uh, listening to a lot of rap, basically because I was just tired of listening to, like the same like rock music, metal, that kind of stuff, and just needed to switch. And Lil, Lil Wayne was one of my favorites. Um, and I mean, I I had uh, back back before you know in the, in the in the times before when we had physical copies of everything, when I had CDs. And a CD player oh, really? in my car. Wow, yeah. Um, which people that are older than us are fucking you young fuckers, like going back yeah. to cassettes and shit. But um, yeah, I had like all of his all of his tapes. We we would do like mixed mix tapes too that you get off of like the, like shady ass websites, <laughs> like downloading would, them would, onto your computer. That would
1: damage your computer.
0: Yeah, I think one of them was called like Dat Piff or something like that. Something stupid. But
1: I used LimeWire. I used. A lot.
0: I yeah, Limewire, Frostwire, all those things, but I used to fucking love Lil Wayne and um I don't know, I just like I every once in a while I I like circle back to, to music that I used to listen to and he recently came up in memory and I was like I'm going to go back and like listen to Carter 2, Carter 3 and like I'm not a human being, that's one of his uh one of his mixtapes and I don't know, it just wasn't the same. I don't know if it was like the like I'm in a different mental space and i'm just looking at things differently or maybe it was just the time that it was back then in my life and that was like the appropriate music for that time or whatever but i don't know it just it just didn't ring the same bell where i was like i really thought mm-hmm. this guy was like amazing and like he's good it's good rap for what it is but it's not as good as i remember it to be i guess you know i guess I, uh,
1: that's what i was gonna ask you like did you feel going down there where you feel that nostalgia? of listening to some older tracks or other music that you're like, wow, like I still love this song or as much as I do, like, or it was a kind of more
0: like, "Eh." there's, there's still songs that are like, I love this song. Like that's, that's for sure. Um, but others, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's just, you know, growing up and moving on and different, I have a completely different lifestyle from, you know, 10, 15 years ago. So, um, some of it just kind of seemed, I don't know, silly. And then there was definitely a, a, yeah. a time period where his music kind of fell off. I think he was doing a lot more drugs or something, or maybe he was just losing motivation or just stopped giving a fuck. But it, it started well, getting was, like, he, really. I
1: I, I, well, I know what I respect about him as a as a business or entrepreneur is that he had his moment in music, killed it because we know that realistically no artist really lasts forever as far as their relevancy um they have their moments where they yeah unless you're Lincoln park (laughs) right but even then i mean come on now um your old stuff is always going to be your best stuff like if you have some bangers that just can stand the test of time then you win you're basically immortal at this point right and um but what he did really well is like he started a, a label and he started kind of just signing on rappers and stuff and yeah. other young young talent and, get, and bringing them up. So on that end, I mean, that's very smart on his – it's like J C, no different than Jay-Z. Jay-Z is also a genius. He's probably one of the best in that. And um, even though I'm not very, very invested in these guys, uh, I do respect the, the, the intelligence behind uh, – well, not the intelligence, the – Though the business awareness, I guess, or the entrepreneurial brain, uh, truly, because instead of withering away necessarily and going broke after a couple of years and becoming literally a nobody where you just perform at like very small spots because you just can't get any more like tra- songs out, you basically become normal again. But these people have established themselves, use their money to, to, to the max potential, and set themselves up for life no different than an athlete doing the same thing and, and knowing that they're not going to be that player forever they're going to age and then they have to take some steps forward so uh very cool yeah i mean i think he was one of the last rappers well in that ge- that generation before we got to this place where we are now what we sound kind of old saying that mumble rap just sucks man like i don't have like i can't yeah even though you could argue that Lil Wayne sucked or whatever, I could at least say you could articulate what he was saying and understand what the words were, even though some were made up. In versus most of the, now, most of the songs. versus now, it's just it just seems like we're just doing sounds and noises, and that coin that you do it so unique that that's your coined sound. That's like the sound you do all through your whole song, and it's just literally mumbling that. I don't even know how you understand it. But without getting going too far off on a tangent, um, <laughs> that was just a little flash uh, from the past. But we have now a good... Uh, should we transition over to topic at hand, yeah. Senor? Let's do it. Cool. All right. So uh, going to the... Art- you have the article uh, handy. If not, I can pull it up on
0: my phone too. Um, yeah, I can. Hold on just a second. I'll, Let me I'll mark I'll the time it down here for just, the...
1: I'll- yeah, I'll have it here on hand. It's uh, so basically the the article will link the link for any of the listeners that want to check it out and read it for themselves. It's, it's it's pretty. It's a it's a pretty quick read. It's uh it's uh it's basically called the signs you're mentally exhausted. But we kind of counted them, and it's eleven signs that they discuss. And then they talk about a couple tips and stuff that you can do. And this is where we'll kind of give you some golden nuggets um, of information that you can apply depending on where you're at. So you know, basically just to kind of break it down. What is mental exhaustion? I guess we can sum this up. Basically. Um, it's like when you're it's, instead of being physically tired where you just don't want you, you can't move anymore. You're like, maybe you had a really hard workout or even really pushing your body to its max and you're just exhausted. Right. Same thing is true, but just m- mentally. Right. And I think this kind of happens with, it's very common now with how a lot of jobs are set up or with a lot of things that we do that are require our mental focus and to the point that i think signs that you are um you just you can't think process things the same speed you feel like you're kind of almost dumb at this point because like stuff that typically are easy for you don't are no longer easier for you or you just literally there's a lot of things that follow up but that's just kind of the gist you know just a very general uh definition
0: is just the opposite of physical exhaustion. It's your mind that's like basically worn out at this point. I would uh I would I would classify mental exhaustion as three words. I can't even that's basically m- I mean that's my experience with it is I I can't even like uh, those truly exhausting days or like series of days because sometimes Jen will work three in a row. I work three days I've got Oliver right after work. Jen doesn't get home until late. You know, start the party again the next day and just get right back on the carousel. By the end of that third day, I'm like, I can't even. Like, I can't even do any of shit. Like, I'm Basically, ordering something for dinner. It's exhausting. Yeah, I mean, it's that. That's how I would sum it up.
1: I would even say it's like from a scale to one to even, I can't.
0: Yeah, so. you just can't. <laughs> exactly.
1: So um, ba- yeah, no, and, and and kind of what's the first thing that you know we see here that. That can show signs, right, that you are uh, probably a bit mentally tired. And uh, first one that comes to mind here that we pop up on the article is that you're angry or impatient. This is a very uh, typically in a bad mood. You know when you're like this goes when you're like you're you're hungry or you're 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 just overly tired after like the end of the day and you, and you have a lot of things to do, maybe your mood, you start to notice your mood's a bit off. Well, this can happen in this, this is sucks when it happens is in the middle of the day or when you're starting your day that you had a really bad night's sleep. Um, maybe you've been working extra hours. You've been studying for tests all night. Um, you, you're just more likely just to kind of fall into that impatient, State or things that normally wouldn't piss you off pisses you off, you know. And I, I, I've been guilty of this many times. Like, definitely, my mood is a very big indicator that I need a nap, dude. Like, (laughs) I need to take a quick power nap. I mean, I took a power nap before hopping on this podcast. That's the only reason why I have the energy that I do now. And kind of a little bit of, you know, cleared up my mind. I was before hopping on here. I was like, yep, I need to kind of just at least close my eyes and just yep. calm down and just relax for 10 minutes, 15 minutes of just quiet, and uh, it helps a lot. So that's the first point. Anything else you want to add to that one, Mike?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I would just say being a grouch. Everybody knows a grouch. Maybe it's an old man. Maybe it's your neighbor. Maybe it's you. If you don't know the grouch, mm-hmm. it's probably you. Um, cut, cut, cut on some slack, you know? Some people are just assholes. There's nothing you can do about it. Some people, you know, you never know what's on their plate. You know, maybe they just need a nap. You know who
1: is very clear at showing this? Who? Babies. Lil Wayne?
0: Oh, I thought we were going back to Lil Wayne. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Babies Except are very babies. clear when... Babies will be grouchy and need a nap. And because they're grouchy, will refuse the nap. So it's like the mm. thing that will help them is the thing that they don't want to do. And then what do you do? That's... Like if you could solve that problem and write it down in a book, you'd sell millions of dollars worth of books.
1: I gotta give a shout out to one of my boys, James. Um, this man is a is is a savage, like in the sense that most I don't think most people would do this. Is just let them cry until they knock out. Oh, yeah, he, I, he knows his nap time. He just puts them in there. One time I was at his house, and he just like you know nap time, boom crying daddy he's like ignoring them
0: <laughs> yeah he's like, you... he's,
1: like, go to, he's, like go, he's like go to sleep and it's like it's just the crying like ooh, ooh. and eventually <sighs> quiet for like an hour just yeah
0: they're just tired it, i mean
1: it's, it's, it's that's that's what sort of, i just laughed when i was over that's the honestly
0: the that's the side of parenting you don't see until you're a parent and you yeah. think that you're being a bad parent but really like it's the best thing for them. And it's the best thing for you because you've already been down the path of without turning this into a parenting episode, but you've been down the path of going in there and trying to coddle him and get him, go back to sleep. Doesn't fucking work. Leave him in there. Let him sort it out. He's got to learn how to sleep on his own. Anyways. Like we do the same thing. Um, it's, it's tough, but it's the right move.
1: (laughs) So, uh, transitioning to point numero dos. Um, (laughs) you can't get work done. That's a very big one that uh, a lot of people on their day-to-day tasks that they're doing, they're handling business, they're getting stuff done. They're knocking things out. Boom, boom. They're fresh. But then it gets to a point where you start slowing down. Productivity level starts to drop. Um, You know, your, your motivation is just, it seems like something is just absorbing your motivation, like to do things. And now like the most, um, you it's hard for you to concentrate on said tasks, So that can be a sign that you're getting to that point where you're mentally starting to lose that sharpness, that clarity, that, you know, overall freshness, right? So um, understand these signs. This and We'll kind of all tie this back to full circle. Anything you want to add there, Mike, before I move on to number three? So we're just kind of overall, we're listing a lot of the main
0: things yeah, here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And the, you, you may notice that some of these stack, if you have, or you, if, if you're grouchy and then you're not being productive at work, uh, you may be uh, setting yourself up for, you know, more of these things on this list. So it's almost like a, it's almost like a snowball effect, but go ahead and yeah. move on to the next one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So point number three. And, and I'm, and before I say that none, of, a lot of these are going to be very like common sense things that when we listen to it, it's not like rebel. I'm, I'm probably not going to shock anyone with like, the majority of these because they're pretty straightforward. But what we will do is that we will emphasize the things that you need to have in place to navigate and counter a lot of this stuff because it will happen to you eventually, especially if you're not having these things in place. The third one is uh, you zone out. You mentally are just not there. Um, you know, you get that drowsiness, which this is the one that I get the most. This is when I was reading this. Is this is the one that I. Notice the most of myself is like towards that uh, evening time with uh, sessions, right? That I'm not as sharp as I was in the. Mo- I'm very clear and very sharp in the morning sessions, even if they're early. If I got a good night's sleep, I am crushing it through like anywhere from six in the morning to like you know all the way to almost noon straight. I'm very very sharp, but uh, typically I start to die down in the afternoon. Like I feel like it's a little bit harder for me to push through, which my most of the time, I don't stack my evenings as much. I try not to. But yeah, so basically, you're drowsy. You're, your mind is always wandering. You can't really concentrate on things. And you're not as quick. I mean, and ironically enough, the point I'll make here is that mental fatigue, they say, is linked to car wrecks. Now, I think th- this can be very true. But I also think that texting is a big problem. So don't text and drive. Don't do that. Try to avoid it as, as much as you can. Um, that can be a big one. Mike?
0: Yeah, I was going to I was going to kind of harp on the 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 automobile part of it cuz I know that we've all we've all been there we're, we're driving home from work or driving home from anywhere and you kind of just go in autopilot sometimes and it's your brain just kind of shutting off and you kind of snap out of it and then you're however far away from the last time that you were really paying attention and you know the, there's literally everybody on the road doing this and that has a lot to do with being overstressed and mentally exhausted and it's definitely a big contributor especially when you throw texting and having kids in the back seat and all these other things throwing on your own your own little rock concert on the way home whatever it is got all these distractions on top of that and if yeah you're gonna cause some accidents for sure
1: yeah so i it's, it's happened to me man where i'm driving and i literally like i'm kind of conscious again and i'm like yeah basically almost home i don't know <laughs> yeah, you're like what this happened So very scary. And the crazy part is I drive manual. So it's like, I'm kind of just going through it, boom, boom, boom. I haven't had that
0: happen to me in so long until recently. And I'm getting to the point with my car where I I don't have to think about it anymore. I just drive. Mm -hmm. And I, I had that happen to me on the way home this week. Thankfully, Oliver wasn't in the car. I try to stay, you know, aware of that as a situation, but I was like, dang, like kudos to me for being able to drive manual like that. But also like, fuck, I need to like, snap the fuck out of it <laughs> and
1: i think i think yep. overall because i think if, so it happens more so to me i think not when it's busy but when it's like i'm just cruising and it's like catching maybe a couple of lights i'm just kind of thinking i think i'm still very aware of what's happening because i think if something like comes at me that's like out of like the nowhere i'm like oh shit like i i get startled, but, um yeah no it's pretty it's pretty interesting so definitely like you know don't recommend driving when you're really tired as well especially if you have a long straightaway because that's when i get i know if i'm really tired man i'd rather just not take the drive or not make a double drive if i don't have to like i'll stay where i'm at if i'm like two three hours away Sometimes it's just not worth it because if you're really tired a lot of people fall asleep driving I and mean, that's very dangerous so anyways the next point we'll go to point number four uh, signs that you are mentally exhausted. And I think we're kind of leading into more of the more uh, the more serious stuff here. Is you, even though you're mentally tired, you don't actually sleep that well. So if your sleep is starting to suffer, this can be a sign that you know your brain is like you know basically just at this point of exhaustion that it's starting to affect that. And obviously, sleeping well is a way to get mentally fresh again so uh basically a lot of it has been linked with cases of insomnia they report this with people that have that they just can't um they can't rest what's making it even worse so it can get more it can get more serious if not taken into consideration, which I actually want to contact Dr. Amy Bender again and see if we can do another episode. But if you haven't, I'm going to see if I can reshare this one on YouTube for YouTube listeners. But we actually did do a sleep episode with, uh, Amy, do- uh, Dr. Amy Bender and we discussed sleep. So there's some t- hacks and tricks that can help improve your quality of sleep that I think is super yep. crucial here. And that's actually, um,
0: um, that's something that we employed for, uh, sleep, sleep with Oliver. So that applies to everybody. But this was the one that stood out to me the most, um, First of all, because it is kind of reciprocal in that if you're sleeping poorly and you're stressed, the less you sleep, the more stressed you are. And cortisol is a stimulant. There's no there's no way around that. So if you yeah. are at a very high stress situation or just lifestyle in general, your your body's in overdrive. There's you're you're constantly in sixth gear, and and you have to like sort of figure out a way to wind down and be able to get that sleep. And um, it's it's kind of funny because I've been in this situation before where mentally I am completely exhausted, but I'm so stressed out that I can't sleep. And it seems so counterintuitive, but anybody that's been there knows exactly what it's like, and it sucks. Um, what I found to work best for me, and this is just on a fast little tangent, was just giving myself some time for me. Uh, whether it's just sitting by myself quietly or reading or watching a show or playing a game, taking a nap, whatever it is, just having some me time. Um Really makes a big difference because that gives me time to kind of like decompress and like, you know, do my own thing and that 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 really helps me a lot. But
1: yeah, man, 100%. So uh, the next thing um, that can be a sign, this will be sign number five is you doing healthy things. And um, this kind of refers to, you know, people that start adopting alcohol on a very regular basis. Uh, drug abuse, you know, typically becomes more normal. And I'm not saying like abuse to the extreme side, but just like that you're constantly medicating yourself with some type of, or just trying to chase some type of feeling. As um, esper- uh, experts are saying and think that that the drug addictions do or any substance uh, addictions do have a, a big effect on, it, it changes the br- the way parts of your brain that, you know, help you manage uh, certain stressing, certain stressors, and uh, impulsive behavior. So that's something that the experts are speculating that this, you know, obviously doing this can alter certain parts and behavior. And, and main thing is just the behavior piece, right? Because you start associating a positive feeling with these things, so obviously your body's going to want to do that more, or your brain's going to associate those things, so you're going to want to chase that. So um, very careful, like if you are tired, um, not to try to compensate with things that may just trick you into thinking that it's helping when in reality you might be just actually doing more harm. So just be very aware of that.
0: Yeah. It's complete opposite. It's not helping. It's, it's making it worse. Um, When you're, I mean, just for example, I'll take it to the extreme. If you're passed out drunk, you're not sleeping. You're unconscious. That's not the same. It's not quality sleep. It's not helping Mm -hmm. anything. If you're having an emotional, stressful, whatever kind of bad day, alcohol is not helping you actually cope with that. It's, masking it. It's putting a bandaid over it. It's making you forget about the problem until tomorrow. And that's just kind of putting it off, which is a very irresponsible and poor management type way of doing things. And again, it'll snowball. It's not going to go away. It's just going to get bigger and it's going to become more stressful when you finally do decide to confront it. So um, definitely a really bad habit. That's a personal personal topic for me. So I I take offense to that one. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and I mean personally, like I, I only time I've actually ever like experimented with alcohol, like being depressed, was when I was very, very young, and yeah, me um, too. But it, but it wasn't like it never got to a point where you know I got so into fitness that it kind of like countered it at a very young age, and even now, dude, like when I'm sad, like. My mind doesn't think that, right? A lot of people, and this might be someone listening. You might be like, "Oh shit!" Like, you know, be very aware of this because this is actually a real that can spiral, like Mike says, into something else if you're not cautious. Um, alcohol is there to enjoy. I mean, drink responsibly. Obviously, there's. Um, I personally drink. I know Mike doesn't. Gabe rarely does, but I'm the one that probably out of three does enjoy. Cocktail still, I'll drink a beer at the beach, like I'll be uh still in you know engaging in those things, especially when I'm not like chasing a very hardcore aesthetic, uh, I'm sorry, an aesthetic goal. But what I've noticed is that I'm I'm never in a bad mental place when I'm doing these things. And I think that's yeah. a very important thing to highlight, not because I am holier than thou, but it's just I don't I always have a good association with these things versus even the times that I've experimented with uh you know, other drugs, I'm not like not saying like, I'm not, I'm, I'm injecting myself or anything, but I, I've experimented with like mushrooms, you know, I've taken, um, you know, uh, ecstasy before uh, years ago. And, but in none of these times were I think this is where the problem with these drugs, I'm not saying that people should be doing drugs. I'm not advocating for it, but, um, what I have experimented because out of curiosity, I, uh, I never did it with the sense of chasing happiness or to fill a void. So I think this is a very important thing here. And I just don't want to go too much on a tangent, but I just wanted to make that emphasis that well, even us on this show, even though we we talk about health and fitness and taking care of yourself, we have done things in the past, good and bad that, you know, will be labeled as good or bad or healthy or unhealthy. But from my personal experience, very fortunate that I haven't uh, struggle with that, like Mike has. Mike has a very personal story that you know he's gone through it, so he knows the the other side of it. I don't yeah. know if you want and to I don't go.
0: I, I don't want to go super deep into that, but I will leave with my um, uh, my catchphrase for alcohol. Um, alcohol is just or drinking. Drinking is just borrowing happiness from tomorrow. Okay, that's my I love favorite that. favorite way to look at it. Um, I think I got that from Frank it. Sinatra. Maybe not. <laughs>
1: Shout out to Frank Sinatra. Either way,
0: RIP. but um,
1: <laughs> RIP. So uh, <laughs> we just rip everything, even if they're still alive. Yeah, right. Um, like Katara. Rain, But I know guitars are creeping yeah. over me. There she is. She's probably just getting herself more comfortable in my bed. She's claiming ownership. Um, uh, my bear, my bed's gonna have a little bit of hair. Um. So basically, uh, so point number six here, moving on, um, is signs that you're mentally exhausted is you're depressed. You know, you, uh, may not have the energy. Uh, you're feeling very slow, numb to things typically with like, you know, depression is like more so like that hopelessness feeling. Um, you know, you just feel like everything's negative, man. In that mindset, like there's nothing really positive. It's really hard, especially people that are chronically depressed and have a have been diagnosed with an actual chemical imbalance um but for the most part it's as a person if something really bad happens to you in life you can feel depressed it's very different than feeling depressed and actually being depressed if that and i want to make that enough i'm not here like i'm not a mental health expert but I think that words do still mean things, even though we live in a time that, you know, people would argue is subjective, but like here words, we try to use them for what they mean. And definitely like, you know, you know, there's a difference. You will feel sad. You will feel depressed, but don't, not everyone is depressed. I mean, there are people that struggle with it in a real life, you know, day to day. I know I have family members that do. So I know yeah. what it's like to know a depressed individual on um, that battles it daily. And, but but this can be, but being mentally fatigued all the time to the point of exhaustion can contribute to this point as well. So, definitely like making sure that you know you're not falling into this. You know, it, it shouldn't be lasting more. And it basically, on the article says more than two weeks, this could be a sign um, that it's a little bit more serious. So, if it's like a couple of days, you're feeling a bit off, just try to get we're going to give you some tips to get back to it. But if it's exceeding a certain amount of time, start kind of like being aware of this and kind of go seek out maybe some professional help or just go talk to someone or start getting some stuff in motion. Um, should we do point number seven? Yep. So point number seven is, uh, well sign number seven, sorry, is you worry a lot. You know, you have, um, you know, this is like, this is a, (laughs) that's your flight or fight mode. Anxiety is like basically something that alarms you. Um, you know, you and these are also kind of stacked on with you know symptoms of depression. This can kind of be like linked together. Um, it's everything's doom and gloom, man. That's the, that's the reality. So yep. everything kind of turns into doom and gloom. Um, I think just to kind of like, I don't know if you want to just sum that up real quick
0: before well yeah i mean you know your body your body recognizes stress in the same exact way no matter what it is if it's impending divorce or a bear at the entrance of your cave you're 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 getting the same chemical response so imagine the fear of a bear at the, the front of your cave while thinking about getting a divorce or going home or doing whatever that chemical response is a stimulant and that is causing you the anxiety it's overcharging your uh, symp- sympathetic system if i'm remembering my yep neurology correctly um yep sympathetic nervous and system. that's yeah and that's that's just it's it's way overstimulating you and eventually those nerves just become fried and then you're fried and then you're depressed and then you can't sleep because you have all this adrenaline and and, and dopamine and or not dopamine uh, cortisol and all these other stimulants running through your, your veins and it just sort of compounds with everything else and it's just like you got to find a way to kind of mitigate that avoid those situations or work your way through it in some way. Cause that's, that can be a very, um, a very, very slippery slope. That's very, very difficult to get out of.
1: A hundred percent. I mean, I, you know, I concur in, in the words of <laughs> of you. So um, point number uh, sign number 11, I keep saying point, but uh, same thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, sign number uh, eight exercise feels Harder. Um, we know that even though physically maybe you're fresh, your muscles are good, you know, all that, the mental piece does have a lot to do with our output or our motivation to train in that way. I know a lot of people deal with this one, right? So when they're you're so tired after a long day of stressful work, maybe in the office, you had a lot of meetings, a lot of crap that being you're being bombarded with. It's you know how hard it is to go to the gym, step into the gym and go have a killer workout, right? It just it just gets much more difficult, especially if you're someone that already just like already kind of struggles with liking the gym and all that. Add this layer, it's just more an excuse for a lot of people just to not do it. Period, which Mike and I and Gabe, you know, Gabe's not here on the show right now, but you know, we've talked about in the past of like, you know, something is going to be always better than nothing in this case, even if it's not like the best workout in your, in your, in your life. Um, For the most part, some, we, we advocate for some form of consistency, even on a smaller degree. I'll be honest, like this past week when uh, actually it happened to me, I want to say Monday, I had a very busy weekend. Monday came around, I did not get around to my training, and I waited till the last minute till the end of the day, which was probably the worst decision, and I forgot to eat, I had a very busy start of the week, and I, I, you know, it's an excuse overall not to get your stuff done, but basically, I let a lot of things get ahead of me, by the time it was time for me to work out, I could not muster the energy to train, dude, I literally did two sets, I said, I'm going to do it anyways, and even then, dude, it just felt like crap. That's point that I just like, I call, I call, I took the L that day, and then I said, tomorrow I'm going to come, and I'm going to train in the morning, and I'm going to go have a good dinner, wake up. Once I finish my morning clients. I had a pretty smooth morning. I'm going to train, and I had a f- kick-ass workout. I've already had uh, two full-body kick-ass workouts. I actually did three workouts, but one was more conditioning. Two full-body workouts so far this week, and I feel fantastic because I actually – Knew I had to make some adjustments. This is actually before reading the article, but this is like just like little things that I catch myself. Like, I noticed my mood was really bad at the beginning of the week. I was uh, just more irritable for the most silly things. Like, I broke something and I was just like really annoyed by that. And I know that it's replaceable. It's not the most expensive thing that I own. Like, it's really not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. But I noticed that and I caught myself. I'm like, I gotta prioritize once again getting a, just a better night's sleep, even though I wasn't sleeping little necessarily i was just worn out physically and then i just wasn't able to kind of get my training in order my eating was off it's a spiral effect of things and i think this actually correlates to the next point if i'm not mistaken yep um it's a perfect little segue you saw that wow. uh, <laughs> uh, tip uh this the ninth sign that you're uh mentally exhausted is that your eating habits tend to change you know it, it can affect your appetite obviously like your mental state of being um, that's why people when they are anxious or depressed or you know about things what do they gravitate towards they don't gravitate towards chicken and broccoli and brown rice they're they're uh, they're gravitating towards like junk food sweets you know salty foods crunchy foods just stuff Captain that's crunch. gonna Captain crunch you name yeah. it um, you're gonna gravitate towards those foods just to feel better because it's a uh, Your body, at the end of the day, when you're going through any type of negative or discomfort, your body just wants to feel good. And some people, you know, medicate with food. And uh, I'm not saying that you're – it's the exact same as a drug addict, but it's you're chasing some type of cope. You're coping with it. And this is not the best way, but it's – you have to pay attention. If you notice yourself literally just not hungry necessarily, but you just want something sweet, and it's like all the time. You might want to assess kind of like these other things that are going on in your life that could be direct co- you know direct correlation to that.
0: well, and this is this is one of the things that we we talk about without talking about it. um when we're talking about saying changing up somebody's somebody's diet, if somebody is on this cycle where they're eating crappy foods because they feel bad, and uh, that's the kind of their their release at the end of the day is that bowl of ice cream or Captain Crunch or whatever it is that could be the best part of that person's day. And, you know, speaking to people that are trying to lose weight, you know, now um, don't go after those. If that's the best part of your day, keep that and try to add like other good things first. And then eventually the best part of your day will eventually be something else. Maybe it's how you're feeling that day because you're starting to lose weight or whatever. And then you can start tackling, getting rid of the Captain Crunch, getting rid of the ice cream. But for now, keep it where it is and work on other things because that's your coping mechanism for better or worse, and without that, you you're gonna start coming unglued. So just kind of to point that point that out real quick.
1: Absolutely. And uh, sign number ten is gonna be you just make more mistakes. Obviously, no one is perfect. But if you're in a profession or a job that requires higher levels of precision, such as a pilot <laughs> oh, no. or like so or <laughs> so or someone that may be uh, like handling very like dangerous uh, machinery, your room for error goes down significantly, right? So you uh, definitely don't want to be a person that is, or you're dealing with like very high stake numbers. You're an accountant of a very big firm or you're dealing with a very expensive clients. Like you are handling a, a lot of money. Who knows what it is? Like you have to be, this can affect, if you're not there mentally, this can affect your performance and you're more likely to not catch things that you normally would catch or resolve them as fast or Before you know it, it's too late. You kind of let this thing go too far ahead of you. So um, this can be a very big sign. So be very uh, self-aware of this. Uh, Number eleven is uh, you feel more pain. Um, You know, it's just like you. It's more more to do with the fatigue thing. And I have a sneeze. (coughs) Oh, there we go. Bless me. Uh ugh, I was bless to fight. that's not how this works. Uh, I bless myself. I'm <laughs> I am i am that guy. I'll be like, achoo bless me, just like in the middle of nowhere. No one else wanted to do it, so I took it into my own hands, right?
0: I mean, I'm not a priest, I can't bless you.
1: <laughs> so, anywho, basically here we have um you know it, the type of pain that you may or may not feel comes like with uh maybe uh, headaches is very common when you're very like overly exhausted. Uh, muscle, it can even reflect your physical, you know, your physical being, like your actual muscles. Uh, back pain, in some cases, stomach problems, and if you have any type of like autoimmune stuff, it can probably like if if it can probably have a cause that to flare up as well. I'm not saying that it's a hundred percent sure, but these can be be some things that are correlated. So um, I don't know, Mike, if you have anything else to add there. That's kind um, of our no. last uh, actual point. That's our point number eleven.
0: Yeah, I, I would just say, you know, at that point, you're kind of just hypersensitive, and you know, maybe it's you carry your stress in a certain part of your back or something like that. I mean, that kind of stuff happens to everybody. So, um, yeah, again, it all it all kind of adds up to to being part of the same picture, in my opinion. Um, all of these things kind of intertwine. It's it's at, at some point.
1: So here with. Um... You know, kind of. That was those are the main like eleven signs that you you know you could be in this. And obviously, like I said, a lot of these may actually just be very like common sense to all of you or many of you. I'm sorry, and uh, some actually might have stood out and been like, "Oh, that's definitely me right now." I'm I'm kind of going through these things, and that's totally fine. It's just you know, um, just becoming aware of it. That's the most the most critical part, and actually taking some steps. So the kind of the main thing here, we'll kind of give you, we'll kind of give you and end this episode or kind of le- go towards the ending with uh, some things that you can actually do to improve in this case, um, taking breaks. It's like a duh response to <laughs> taking some breaks, um, but you feel, but the way they set it up here, which I'm not, not against necessarily. It's saying that.
0: Yeah, I actually, tra- sorry, sorry to cut you off. I actually screenshot that and I was like, I'm going to try that out at work. Cause that actually seems like a pretty good idea. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, no worries. And then we have a, uh, taking short breaks during long stretches of mental work. So if you have, you know, an eight hour, nine hour day sitting in front of a computer, handling these tasks, scheduling these short little breaks in between, you know, every, you know, for a few minutes, it says anywhere from an hour, every hour or two hours or so, just take a few minutes just to kind of disconnect from the computer or set task and, um, just decompress for like, a few minutes doesn't don't mean you have to take a full hour to take you know to go. Um, you know, you might get fired for doing that. So yeah, um the pomodoro even, um, technique is what they call it, where you set a, a timer dish, for twenty I have no idea. If basically <laughs> there's like a what? there's four things like you know, you would set a timer for 25 minutes, uh focus on one task at a time. Number three is take a five-minute break when the timer goes off. Number four, after the fourth. 25-minute block. Take a 15 to 30-minute break. Um, repeat until all tasks are done, and your or your workday is over. Now, I wouldn't. I don't necessarily do that myself. I don't think that's necessarily necessary. It depends on the person. Depends on your level of um, you know your capacity, right? Um, some people might need more breaks than others. I think that, but yeah, like creating blocks for yourself, regardless of. In this case. It can be, um, simply every, every other hour, you know, we personally recommend in other episodes in the past to pr- improve, uh, improve your productivity is actually like take, you know, three minutes, two minutes, five minutes to do a mobility stretch. You know, if you have the ability or the office space, or you have, um, the ability to do so, right. You just kind of maybe, uh stretch out your do a 90 90 stretch uh do a lizard with rotation do a downward dog depending on where you're at of course right we're not going to do this on the hospital floors if you're in the nursing uh, field but um or it can be just you take if you have the luxury to do so take a break just for three minutes breathe close your eyes relax and decompress for a couple of minutes that actually will refresh you back um in some cases when i used to do in high school they used to make my one of my teachers used to make us do push-ups you know everyone drop on the floor and do some push-ups like you know 10 push-ups boom 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 because you notice that we're all falling asleep during a lecture like our or the lesson of the day we're like all like like slouching all of us have our heads down we're like we're literally sleeping in class all right everyone up and, and and drop to the floor and do some push-ups and actually that kind of gave you a little bit of natural boost of energy just to, um, regain their focus. And then you're more attentive to kind of go through it because if you're going through hours of a lecture, hours of a, a particular task, it's very challenging to stay as sharp the whole way through. So these are just ways to kind of cope with that. Mike, I don't know if you have something there.
0: Um, yeah, I think that's a great suggestion. Um, I would also add if you're a computer worker staring at a screen all day, um, taking a break from staring at a screen to stare at a different screen doesn't quite make sense to me. And I'm sure that saying it out loud doesn't make sense to you either. So if you are gonna start taking breaks from a computer desk, don't just browse your phone. Don't just scroll Facebook or even doing desktop on either of those. Um, Take an actual break, stare at the wall, look at something that's not 20 inches in front of your face Um, because visual, ocular fatigue is a, is a thing in that area as well which is something i'm relearning because i'm at a computer desk again but uh yeah just to kind of throw that out there
1: yeah so basically what i have um is the next thing is obviously staying active and this is kind of correlating with you know scheduling breaks with um, some type of activity might be ideal or just like mike said don't stop staring at the computer or something and just go to your phone and sort of like Miles is scrolling. Also another tip that I would suggest for people that are watching this on video on YouTube, for whatever reason, we have, I I wear glasses and mine are they have no prescription. So it's not that I need them to see, but if I'm staring at the computer, it helps me, um, just with my phone. If I'm, you know, on my phone a lot or watching TV a lot, I like to wear blue blocker glasses. It just kind of combats a little bit, that constant blue screen in your face all the time. Um, especially with your phone. Pay attention to when you use your phone all day and your, and your time is going up, how much, how much more fatigue you feel at the end of your day. Some people don't even know it's happening. You're not aware of it. But you are, I can guarantee it because you have this little device in your face constantly all day long, mindlessly scrolling, my mindlessly watching YouTube or whatever the case may be. You are gonna get a little tired. It's just it, it, it's just that maybe you're not you haven't, like I said, become aware of it. But the little blue blocker glasses help my uh, my office workers, my people that are on computers all day dealing with their phone, etc. So it'd be a good way to kind of combat some of the stuff because you still got to get shit done, right? We still got to work very hard to get things done. So you can't avoid it, or you may not be able to take all these little breaks, but finding tools to help you stay sharp. Um, but that definitely a very big one is incorporating exercise in your da- daily routine. I mean, uh, it can be your daily routine in the sense of at the bare minimum, you walk for a couple minutes every day. Um, you divide it into little sections, which, like we mentioned, like mobility stuff that could be kind of helpful to combat that stiffness that you feel from just being in place all day. You get some blood circulating through the body; you're gonna feel a lot better. Um, and obviously, eating, nutrition. We're gonna get like you know, give you one more, um, you know, more fitness stuff. Is you've uh, obviously you you're taking your you're scheduling some type of breaks and, and be a little bit selfish here because a lot of people feel so dedicated to the cause right that they will start to diminish they'll start to uh basically like deteriorate I'm sorry throughout the process we know someone personal that took on a gym and um never gave himself a break and eventually years later you know it's it, it it's just not worth it you know in my Shots opinion fired. so um yeah shots fired in a most loving way so yeah. um so <laughs> yeah dude so it's like it's uh, and i and it's stuff that i've you know i talk to this person on a very personal level I'm like dude you have to prioritize yourself you have to take care of yourself because it's, it's your body dude like it's your body no one's gonna do you it only for get you. One. yeah you only get one we haven't been able to like just sucker bot mine into another and put it into another body yet um so until then take care of it and um
0: well, I was going to say, yeah. So that's called altered carbon, and you can catch it on Netflix. There you go. Um, a little promo there for Netflix. Um, a good show. Season one and season it... two sucked.
1: Yeah, I didn't even bother watching season two. Honestly, once I saw that it wasn't the same guy, I was like, yeah, I don't care about yeah. this. Well, it goes um, with the story, but
0: it does. I didn't, yeah. like it. I didn't like the story.
1: Unless, unless I did watch it, I just didn't care for it that much. So I just you probably don't it. remember it. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, I was just mentally exhausted. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> so basically, yeah, so just to kind of sum that up real quick, um, take your breaks. Schedule breaks are very important. Getting out of a specific setting or a specific room or a specific chair that you're in there all the time. Getting a little bit of more sunlight definitely helps as well. Um, some form of med- meditation, scheduling maybe some massages. Getting some gym sessions in, in the week and, and exercising in this case appropriate to what your life is throwing at you. I have a lot of clients that have a lot on their plate, and they're like, they're they come to me almost with guilt saying, like, I wish I could do more. And I'm like, I'm not expecting you to do more, I'm actually expecting you just to get the bare minimum done. And the way I structured their workouts is to complement their already hectic schedule. That way they can um the exercise is actually contributing versus sapping more energy away from them is actually going to give them that boost to feel better. So those are things that you want to, you can talk to a trainer, you can talk to us about if you're someone that's going through this and we can, you know, talk more in depth. I don't want to make it an episode based on that. Uh, obviously watching your nutrition. If you're eating shit food all the time, you're not helping the situation. You want to fi- prioritize good, uh, good energy, you know, good quality source of nutrients that's going to fuel you um, also give you that brain capacity too, because food has a big influence on our brain function. So if we are pumping in with a, you know, you know, good source of like, you know, easy digestible carbohydrates, uh, protein and healthy fats, you're just going to do better. You're fueling the body to perform. So, um, especially if you you have, you have a high demand in your life, you can't, uh, expect on just whim alone and, and sure willpower. Um, eventually you will need, um, to be covering your bases, um, and getting sun. I feel bad for anyone that's living in a very cold climate. They're in the winter. I know it's tough, but if you are taking advantage of the summertime or spring summertime area, get out there and just let the sun touch your face. Be out there. You know, also interact with people. You know, do stuff that you know makes you feel good, makes you happy. Uh, that you like genuinely look forward to that disconnects you from that work mode and that serious mode all the time that will also contribute to kind of recharging you right i i know every time i take a small little vacation and even it's just something very small and nothing crazy it feels great man just to get out of the routine and then you come back mentally recharged and excited to go back to the stuff that you love to do even though it is tiring it is tiresome you you're you're mentally clear and I know that's very, very critical. So definitely, if you have the luxury to do so, schedule some breaks. Schedule like a change in your routine. That will also be some big contributors to um, recharging you.
0: Yeah, I uh, I couldn't have said any of that better myself. I guess if you're in the winter, if if, if it's winter and it's gray, uh, you're living in the north or whatever. Um, look at look into some vitamin D supplements. It's not going to be the same as natural sunlight, but it'll help. And also, um, vitamin D requires. Uh, additional calcium to help along with because there's an interaction there that I'm not remembering off the top of my head, but I know that the two are equally as important uh, with each other. Um, and then the social aspect, again, if you're snowed in or whatever, or you work at a desk and you don't talk to people very much, um, try to create some sort of social interaction um, that may put you a little bit out of your comfort zone, which is healthy in other ways. But um, even if it's, I, I don't know, online chat rooms, talking during video games, playing with other people, or um I don't. To some degree, uh, like watching, like YouTube videos, can kind of help with that. Where you're kind of not interacting with the person, obviously, because it's recorded. But uh, seeing other faces and listening to voices and stuff like that, that can kind of get you by for a little bit. But that's also not scientifically proven. That's just personal experience, I guess.
1: Well, I'll even say, hey, with the technology now, Facetime a loved one. You know, yeah. FaceTime you haven't oh, talked yeah. to or just, or just or message someone that you haven't talked to that just say hello. And this goes back to an episode that we did about, you know, relationships being very important. In this case, relationships are very important, like especially during the pandemic. I think a lot of people started util I started utilizing Facebook time more than I ever did in my past. Um, but I was interacting with people and that kept me mentally sane, just kind of talking to people, talking to clients calling friends that I haven't talked to because we all had the, technically the the time to talk to each other. So uh, made the most of it. So those are just some things that we wanted just to kind of leave you guys with. Um, if you think that we're missing some and maybe that might be helpful, drop a comment if you're watching this on YouTube or put this in the, in the comments in the review, section, review sections of our audio platforms. And shoot us a message directly, screenshot this episode, share it if you're listening to this. We always appreciate any type of support. Mike, do we have anything else that we need to add or close away with
0: um elden ring is probably one of the best video games i've ever played in my whole entire life um just for the record it's very very uh on on par with like sekiro dark souls very difficult very challenging Mm -hmm. the map is fucking huge dude there's so much content it's so much fun to play um also, my uh, my brother came down this week and got to spend a lot of time with uh, with Oliver, which is really, really cool, because at first he was like, I don't know who the fuck you are, like kind of stay away. And then by the end, like he was crying when he would leave, which is like a good mm-hmm. sign, you know, because like mm-hmm. he, he wants to be around. So um, that was that was really cool. But that's it. Um, I also have a dad joke. Let me uh, let me pull it up. Admittedly, my dad joke game today is not the you know, the, the most proud. Um, What is going on? Camera, there it is. Uh, what do you call a typo on a tombstone? No idea, a grave mistake.
1: Mm. Yeah. Clever, yeah, it's, simple it's yet, effective. yet effective. Simple yeah, but yet effective. I guess the point I I across, <laughs> all right, listeners. Well. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I, it was something that I think that was very important to talk about discuss a little bit different change of pace right than we've uh, have been doing. so hopefully you found good value from it. If you did, like I said, let us know. share us a message. I'm always down. and if you have any topic suggestions you would like us to discuss, hey, shoot them over. We'll talk about it and if we feel. Uh, well, equipped enough, or we feel personally attacked, we'll do a whole episode on it. So, there you go. You have it. Uh, check us out on social media. We have the links of our platforms, you know, on Instagram mainly uh, underneath in the description area and also the show notes if you want to kind of uh, go directly to specific parts of this episode, you want to revisit, recap, and so on and so forth. So, with that being said, this is the next level show. And we will catch you on.